can't stay. Baby, I'm fine with that. I've got to go away. Baby, I'm cool with that. This evening has been hoping you get home so safe. very nice. I'm glad you had a real good time. My mother will start to. Hi, everybody. This is uh, Eric Blazinski. I'm here with Jamie Blazinski, who is the date doctor, and we are here to talk about love, dating, and relationships. We brought the show in. Tonight with uh, a rendition of It's Cold Outside. This is the politically correct version. So, uh, gentlemen, this is just a reminder in this holiday season that you need to be respectful of the ladies. And if they want to leave, you just say, okay, I respect that. You should leave. And don't try to get them to stay. Take your time. And have sexual relationship <laughs> with them. You know, you, Eric is very sarcastic. And Eric finds this song so annoying. Because I think it's sad that they sort of, they people destroyed the original version, which was so beautiful, and um, <clears throat> misinterpreted it in a way that made it offensive. And uh, it was kind of sad. Well, I mean, the spirit of the actual song is the guys trying to get the girl to stay. And she wants to stay. If you listen to it, she's like, yeah. I really should go. My father will be pacing the floor. Like, she's saying all these other reasons why she has to go, but she really wants to stay. And that's all part of the little flirting and the little, oh, entice me. And that's sort of kind of a way that people communicate, isn't it? Yeah. It's a, it's a game. It's the games people play, you know? And it, it's like... It's like um, I don't know. Turn on the Discovery Channel and watch how the uh, the, the, the 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 birds flirt with each other and stuff and play around. And then I don't know. Maybe that's straight up rape. I don't know. No, I will. It's animals. <laughs> but some people are very offended by the original song, so they came up with this new version, which is. Uh, I, should we listen to some more of it? No, because I don't Come think on. I should really comment too much because I don't want to turn off great. my. I don't have a problem. But I with stay it. away from politics. It's and not I, politics. And I know, but I think that um, I really should be going now. <laughs> <laughs> Here, let's go listen to a little more. The neighbors might think that you're a real nice girl. Say, what is this? Okay, pause it there. Okay. You know, the neighbors are going to think, what, you're a slut? Like, what if you've been dating and it's your boyfriend? <laughs> the neighbors think, aren't paying attention, trust right, me. Right, that, and you're not not a nice girl if you spend the night with your boyfriend. Clearly, they're in love. Yeah. Well, maybe not clearly. <laughs> well, clearly, he's very respectful and patient. Well, let's do one more verse oh. and decide what we're going to do. I wish I knew how Maybe I'll help to you break this spell. I don't know what you're talking about. I don't know. Yeah, I don't know what, what he's saying there. I don't know. I, what are they talking about right there? Do you know? Maybe I can she help said, you. I, no, she says, uh, I don't know how to break this spell. And he says, I don't know. Like he's, like he's what spell? Trying to like defecate. that she likes him? <clears throat> I don't know. <laughs> Don't make fun of him. I think he's a great. I think they're great singers. They are great. Singers. So I listen to that song sometimes. I mean, I love that song. Yeah. I think they did a great job. She's beautiful, and uh, mm. they're very talented. And they stumbled upon this by accident. You know, they were just this was just a fun little thing, and they really uh, it took off. So yes, 
Yes, All right. did. Doesn't everybody want a relationship like that where he's so... Um, are you going back to it? No, I'm not. Okay, you're excited. Unless you want me to. You want me to no. go back to it? I can. No. I keep <clears> seeing <throat> in the Facebook group. So anyone that's new to us, go to the Date Doctor on Facebook. And that's really our platform. Would that be our word, Eric? There's like 42... Yeah. You don't like that word? No, no it's that it would be our platform, sure. There's like 4,200 singles on there. Well, some people are on Instagram and what are the other <clears> ones? <throat> Snapchat, all these other things. I don't do any of that. I, I went to a... I think like Snapchat's falling out of favor with kids. But Instagram, I recently got on Instagram. I guess I'm Blasman, B-L-A-Z-M-A-N, not Insta. And um, I don't see a ton of usefulness there, but it comes up with these little alerts telling me that all these people are following me. Like every day I get 10 new followers. I don't ah, know where these people these come from. The they're people I don't know. People. No, they're, no, I doubt that. <laughs> I don't know. I don't, uh, <clears throat> I don't do any of that. I went to a workshop once and they said, if you've mastered one, stick to the one you know and stop trying to make all of them work. So you do Twitter. I don't do Twitter. Yeah. People do. So there's a lot going on in the Date Doctor group, but join it because we're going to talk about some of the questions in there and Eric and I are going to give our final thoughts. But you know what keeps coming up is this term ghosting. And it seems that populations of people get excited when a new term is coined and ghosting is not new by any stretch of the imagination. I'm not like that outdated that I'm thinking ghosting is a new term, but I think it's being overused and abused. So people are saying things like, we talked back and forth for a week on match and he ghosted me. Uh huh. That's not ghosting. No. That happens. Okay, define ghosting. What's ghosting? In my opinion, somebody is, uh, somebody is required to break up with you. This will get to the definition. When you've had a committed relationship or a series of dates that lets you believe that there's something meaningful here. But what often has always happened is you'll talk to people online and it fades away because people are talking to multiple people and it doesn't launch. You know what I mean? You're back and forth and it's sort of stale and it's stuck and they're talking to someone else and it's sort of fun and it's invigorating and it's exciting and they just lose interest. They're gone. They're They're gone. gone, So they fade away. This happens all the time. Ghosting to me doesn't seem like a fade away. It seems like an abrupt go away. Well, it's starting to be used anytime somebody doesn't formally break up with you. Do you know, have you ever ghosted... I don't know. I don't. You know. can't remember because it's been so long since. Well, I remember dating before you. So you were my 13th match.com date. And there were some dates where we both just sort of faded away. I went out. I remember I went out a couple times with this guy named Chris, who was a gym teacher. We went out on a couple dates and we both sort of faded away. I met mm-hmm. you. He probably met someone else. There's no formal breakup necessary. It's, oh, good. It's not always necessary. Well, that's a relief. Yeah. And if somebody <clears throat> really warrants that closure, that they need to go find out, then go ask them. You know, go back and say, hey, I haven't heard from you. Is this not working out for you? I just, Mm. I need to know. But no response is your closure. Done. So do people go, I just, I need answers. Yeah, it's unfair. And then people they get stuck on talking about what a jerk (laughs) it is that this person is the ghost. Did you know why sometimes people ghost? Because they don't like you. Or they don't want to deal with the emotional outburst that sometimes people will have. They're just mm. trying to avoid the uncomfortableness or the drama or the emotion or anything about it. They just want to avoid it. And they're thinking, eh, if she doesn't really like me, then maybe it fades out. Or something drastically went wrong. I recently had a woman, um, this really wasn't that recent, but it was this year. And she had three dates with a guy. And after the third date, he ghosted. 
right? And I'm talking to her and I'm trying to figure out what happened. Well, she slept with him on the third date and there was no commitment and he stayed over and it went way too fast and way too out of control and that there was her answer. So a lot of times when you're looking for the answer... Larry. I bring the ruckus to the ladies. So sometimes you already know the answer. You just don't want to face the truth, but that's sometimes what it is. The way it goes. All right, so you put... A post in the Date Doctor this week about uh, quitting, about quitting dating. Quitting dating. That's something that people say when they just got out of a bad relationship or somebody that treated them like crap or when they just got out of a relationship where they they miss, they believe somebody misrepresented themselves or whatever it is, something bad happened and then they're like, I swear, I'm swearing off dating forever, I'm done. And it's kind of an angry outburst type of response but why let one negative idiot that was in your life for a period of time stop you from ever dating again doesn't that seem kind of drastic i I think people over exaggerate at times and they're frustrated with something they say screw it i quit you know, they come back to it. And they come back. Yeah, that happens a lot. Like, we'll have people leave the date doctor group, <clears throat> and then they come back. And we always welcome them back because we understand sometimes they leave in a huff. Like, they some posts trigger them about some past dating relationship they had, and they sort of go off. They leave, and then they're done dating, and then they come back. And we're like, oh, great. They're yeah. back. Happy to have you. You got a man overboard. You throw him a life ring and bring him back. Yeah. It can happen, but you never want to swear off dating. Imagine like some guy treated you like crap, cheated on you, dumps you, and he's out dating, having a great life, meeting other women, and you're still sitting home with the pint of ice cream and the Netflix and saying, I don't want to date anymore. If you really want to find love, you don't quit dating. You quit dating the way you were dating. So you have to change the way you dated. You have to have different dating behaviors, think different thoughts about dating, and make better choices. Admit the signs. Eric, I think that the majority of the time when somebody is dating a liar or a cheater or a scumbag, they know it and they ignore the signs and they Mm. try to rationalize it. They try to pretend maybe, maybe it's really not this bad. Well, it's, it's hard to get out sometimes. Yeah, and they make excuses to stay. But if you can sort of... You know what you need? You need a class on how to break up. Right? Because most people end up staying too long versus leaving too early. Although, you wouldn't really know if you left too early, would you? Um, So, you need a class on how to break up. They stay too long, and you know what they do that's even worse? Hmm. They break up, and then they go back. They ghost. No. (laughs) They break up, and then they go back. You know what it says when you go back to your ex? I went back to you. Yeah, but we broke up on really good terms. Yeah, so? Do you remember how you broke up with me? Yeah, I do. Yeah. Do you think we remember correctly? The same? Yeah, of course. Yeah. So you weren't done. You were like 28, Mm -hmm. and you had to go back out and date, and you were honest with me. You didn't lie to me. You didn't cheat on me. You didn't ghost me. You told me you were going, and I said I might not be here when you get back, and I remember your exact words were, I have to take that risk. That's right. So you can take someone back, and I'm like a huge fan of taking someone back. But you need, you can't take somebody back that mistreated you unless they come back with a real epiphany as to why they screwed up and how broken they were and how they're better. But you don't, if you take somebody back that really treated you badly, it just means that you still haven't learned the lesson. You're going to go back and learn it again. No, take people back. If it was an amicable, reasonable, reasonable breakup, 
like we had. But so did, your sister posted. Oh wait, I wasn't going to call her my sister. I was just going to say somebody named Stacy. But okay, go ahead. Okay. <laughs> she wrote, "I think it's perfectly acceptable to take a break from dating if it's not going well and you want to focus your energy elsewhere. If someone happens to come along and it works, great. But for some, what putting." Some putting all the time and energy into dating is just not fun. Yeah, but you should never put all your time and energy into dating. Yeah, but if that's the case, then it's not a it's not a priority for you, right? So if you're willing to say, ah, you know what, this is too much of a pain in the ass, it's you're valuing something else over that relationship. Yes. How bad do you want to find love? Do right. you, what would you yeah. rather do? Would you rather complain <clears throat> about it and surround yourself with friends that convince you how dating's awful and internet dating is full well, of bad it depends people? Depends on if you're and, complaining or not. If they're not complaining and they're just happy being alone, then hey, God bless them. They quit dating. That's good. perfectly fine. But those people aren't even on our radar. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? If they're in the date doctor group, they're listening to the podcast, they're interested in a relationship. <clears throat> but Stacy made the comment about putting all your time and energy into it. You have to put your time and energy into being your best. And that means like what you look like, what you do, that you have hobbies. If your only hobby is dating and you're like, well, I get on the treadmill, but I oh, bring my yeah. phone and I'm looking at match the whole time I'm at the gym to see if I got a response from this guy. That's not a hobby. Like yeah. you need if dating to- needs to be part of a balanced, nutritious life. Yeah. You got to have something else. That's right. Otherwise, you make yourself crazy. And every time a guy doesn't call no. or ghosts you or disappoints you, you maybe you're already there. You, you react differently than somebody that has other things to fill their head with. <clears throat> All right. Do we want to talk about um, this girl, Kristen, who wrote uh, her version of War and Peace on here? It was long. And the so join the Date Doctor group to follow this thread. This was sort of a... Some people read this thread and think, does she really not realize the answer? And the truth is, there's a lot of people out there that don't realize things that might seem obvious to someone else. So you can never just assume that. But this was a whole post basically about her overgiving to a guy she was dating that was going through a divorce, that was going through bankruptcy. What does overgiving mean? She was giving him furniture. She was going over there and listening to him, comforting him, being supportive. Sounds like she's enabling him. Enabling him and getting nothing in return. Do you know? And then he broke up with her. Yeah. And she wants answers and she's not getting them. What answers does she need? Those are her answers. You don't need answers here, I don't think, right? When you overgive, you've dodged a bullet. When you overgive to somebody in a relationship Mm -hmm. because you think, oh, if I keep giving. He'll like me more. He'll appreciate me. I'm going to do more. I'm going to help him. I'm going to do his laundry. I'm going to run his errands. I'm going to be really nice and understanding. The more you do that to somebody that doesn't appreciate you, Mm -hmm. the worse the relationship gets. The more you're taken advantage of, the more you're abused and mistreated because they don't appreciate that. Well, it sounds like he was sort of taking advantage of her and then broke up with her. Well, she allowed that. Well, did his situation change? I mean... If you're taking advantage of someone, it's for a reason. It's because you want to take more than you give or whatever the reason is. Something changed with him that he said, oh, my God, I can't take advantage of this girl anymore. Maybe. Maybe that was it. We don't know. Or maybe he was just like, this is way too annoying. I can't deal with it anymore. Maybe he got back with the ex. I think that was part of it. If you look at the end, I think he got back with an ex. But you just don't give. I don't know what you're talking about. You were dying to use that sound yeah, effect, so you were just looking for it. <coughs> yeah. 
But yeah, it's really it's sad it. when people think that the more they do for somebody that they're actually fixing their relationship when they're creating the exact opposite. I had a girlfriend one time that did everything for me. It was very, very annoying. So it was when I first moved to Connecticut and I met this girl, Kathy was her name. And um, I mentioned, I think I've said this on previous shows, but I mentioned in passing that I wanted to get a bike rack for my car. The next day she's got, all right, here's the four locations where they have these, uh, these bike racks that will fit your car. And here's the price. This one's $5 cheaper, but it's five miles further. All right. So take she'd be you. A great like admin assistant. She'd, she'd be a great match for that guy. So imagine you didn't like that. You didn't want to take advantage of that. You didn't want to be with somebody that her main hobby was dating and making I her date it, happy. I found it annoying. So she repelled a good guy by overgiving like that. I know. What do you think she'll attract? Uh. You threw me with that question. What do I think she'll attract? Yeah, what kind of guy would find that appealing? None, I guess. Somebody that I wants to take advantage of her. Yeah. Somebody that just is like, all right, fine, you want to do everything for me? And then she gets mad mm. that he doesn't reciprocate because that was in the thread too. She got him a really nice birthday gift because she knows how hard his life was. And then her birthday came around and he got her nothing. Hmm. Yeah. That's what happens. So it's almost like that expression, don't hold the door and get mad that no one says thank you. Wait, does that fit? No. Yeah. No, not at all. No. Well, don't buy him oh, a birthday shit. gift and then get mad because he didn't buy you a birthday gift. If you want to overextend yourself, that was perfect. You should have waited till it fit I in. I tried. I, I know. I know. But so, I went to go click it as you said that. And I moved the cursor up and I ended up clicking on something else. It's like this. All right. We're going to transition into this new topic, but it's like this. If you're going to buy somebody a really nice Christmas gift because you want to be thoughtful and you think it's a good idea, go ahead and do it. But if they don't give you one back, you can't be mad at them for not giving back. You made the choice to give the gift. Mm -hmm. Did you follow that? I did. Like your family gives very generous or used to when we did Christmas, they used to give very generous Christmas gifts. And I used to feel bad that I never did it as good because I really never knew how. Mm. I'm not that skilled. So Christmas is coming up, right? And it is. Yeah. That's why we played that song at the beginning of this song. Yeah. And yeah. there's a there's a whole thing out there where people celebrate mm -hmm. holidays very differently. And when you date somebody or move in with somebody or start a relationship with somebody and you have opposite ways of celebrating the holidays, it can be really tricky. Do you remember like before me? I mean, when you met me, I didn't even celebrate Christmas. Oh, yeah? Yeah, you remember? Yes, you did. No, I didn't celebrate Christmas. I think you did. No. <laughs> okay. I was raised Jewish. Uh-huh. And. Yeah, with an emphasis on the ish part. Yeah, kind of Jew. Like, I celebrated Hanukkah growing up, and then I kind of did a little bit of it when I was married the first time around. Yeah, see? But my son was a, b a baby when we right. got divorced, so we never really had, like, a big Christmas until I met you, and you brought me to your family, and then it was like, wow. Hmm. And you know what you did, actually, that was kind of... Your family sort of taught me, oh, you should do these big, great gifts, and it's a huge deal, and now we're trying to tone it down, and then I can't stop. I've, like, been transformed by your family's way of celebrating and i can't go back to my old way which we really didn't do a whole lot as kids you just need to recognize what a pain in the ass it is to go and find gifts for everybody and then bam done well you put the kibosh is that how you say that word kibosh you put the kibosh on the big family exchange it was a very a really brave thing for you brave 
Yeah. Everybody was mad at you. You broke it. I don't know what you're talking about. Why is it so quiet? Oh, sorry. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> Let's try that again. I don't know what you're talking about. Huh. Okay. But that could be a headache, you know, when you have a girlfriend that like overly decorates and wants to give big gifts. And a lot of people don't do that anymore. The size of the gift, I posted this in the Day Doctor group, the size of the gift that your partner gives you is not a measure of how much they love you. We're not doing gifts right. this year, right? I have nothing for you. Gifts. Can we keep that? Gifts. I already bought you gifts. Would you buy me? Like dryer balls? I bought you the dryer balls. I bought you something else today. What was it? And I already gave it to you. What did I buy you at the store today? You were kidding. You bought something for hockey and you pretended it was for me. And I was like, what are you talking about? Okay. Yeah, you bought me nothing today. Okay. How about yesterday? I don't know, honey. The dryer balls. I. You know what happens with the dryer That's balls? all you need. They get stuck in there, but they... Re has there been any static cling There was never you? static Had, cling. Has there been static cling since we implemented the dryer balls? Do you know what static cling is? I do. It's where all the clothes stick together. Have they ever done that? Ever? Well, I don't know. Never. You solved a problem that wasn't a problem, but you know what happens now that's a problem? I open the dryer and I drag all the clothes out and uh -huh. the dryer balls go bouncing all over the house and the dog's running around with a bouncy, with a dryer ball in his I mouth. I experienced think, that yesterday. You did. Not the dog, but I experienced the dryer balls bouncing all over the place. But you know what I did? What? I picked them up and I put them back in the dryer. So they all live in the dryer forever? Yeah, why wouldn't they live in the dryer? Why would they live anywhere I else? I just don't really understand the concept. Do you notice a new fluffiness in your clothes? Yeah. What other problems are around the house? Maybe I could solve one. <coughs> Static cling that I never knew of. Non-fluffy laundry? We uh, we need the house painted and we don't have any colors picked out yet. And the guy's coming on Thursday. Can you solve that problem? I'm not really good with that. I'm good with mm, a lot of see. things, but colors of the house, I'm going to give you that. What difference at this point does it make? Yeah, I so can't quiet. even pick a nail polish when I go to get a manicure. I'm just not good with that. Okay, so it's not you. It's me. I'm going to have to do this. The color of the house? Yes. I hope you like it. You're what funny. You'll do like a big purchase like that. And uh, it's all good. We were talking about that earlier, right? Like we spend a little, you're a little more generous with spending money. You're a little more like, I can't look at this house. It needs to be painted. Let's just do it. And I would live with the poorly painted house until I sold it. What? But why it, would you do that? I don't know. Because, this, yeah, is because why, this is something people do. When they move out of their house, they fix all the shit they should have fixed over the last 15 years. And they leave a house in better shape than they lived in it. And then they're like, wait, I don't want to move. Live in the house in a good condition. Right? So, so constantly fix the stuff and keep up. Says the guy who broke the front door about five months ago i didn't break the front door let's be clear you were sitting on the deck so you have a thing eric has this thing where whenever we're doing something he always notices what needs to be fixed he always like we'll go for a walk and be like that sign's crooked that curve is there's a bump in the road there's that and we we're sitting outside one day in the summertime on the front steps and you looked up and we're like what the hell is this it's kind of rotted wood, and then you just started pulling and pulling and pulling, and now our door looks really, really bad. Yeah, I ordered a new door, which will be here sometime in January. At that point, I will remove the front door. I will put the new door in after a bit of construction change. 
Okay. And it'll be fixed. Yeah. It's good. But you spend the money. I have a plan, lady. Like I, I need plan. like I need that. That's really good that you if I married somebody that was like me and had trouble spending money, we would live in a very poorly painted, kind of shitty house and we wouldn't buy nice things. We'd buy like that table I bought in there that you were like, oh, you could have stepped it up on the quality of the table. Yeah, you and can take that back tomorrow if you'd like. I need another table I'll give in you place. To do. I <laughs> <clears throat> I'm very frugal. I like to go to Goodwill. I like to buy things. That, that wasn't a Goodwill purchase. I c- I don't know where you bought that, but it must have Hobby been Lobby. like okay. Yeah, I told sense. you that I would return it when you make me a table that's the same shape. I'm not making you a table. Why? I don't have time to do that type of thing. Oh, priorities. I'll make you a poker table if you'd like. It would be quicker to make my table than a poker table. By the way, I make poker tables, people. If you want a poker table, yeah, fancy between um it's a probably. Hobby. Five hundred and three thousand dollars. That's a hobby. You know, a lot of people are like, I don't know what my hobbies are. I don't know how to write a profile. I don't have any hobbies. I don't know. You know, that's a hobby. Like, I if know. you can create something like a poker table or mm-hmm. build something, those are things that are, I guess, a hobby isn't always the perfect word to use, but things that give you this is such a buzzword time. mindfulness, like things that you do where you're so engaged that you're in the mm. moment and enjoying something and not in the thinking zone, about as they say. in the zone instead of thinking about, oh, my kids and my paycheck and these bills and my mother. Like instead of thinking about anything else, you're like, wow, I really love what I'm doing. And that's the kind of thing that belongs in your profile, mm. whatever it is that makes you happy. When you're doing it. And if you don't have something, then find something, you know. Do you want to hear my thoughts about the zone, quote unquote? Yeah. Okay. I believe the zone is a place of optimal learning. So when you're like in the zone, you're um, performing an activity where you're learning at the exact proper pace. Wow. How do you get there? That's tough. That's like a goal. Like that's like people that want to just be happy or live a stress-free life. Like getting in the zone would be. I find I can, I best get in the zone when I don't have to think about things, you know? So when I've done a thing enough so that I can go and do that without having to think about it, then I'm experiencing like immediate learning and then I'm responding to that learning, right? So playing hockey, right? If I have to think about every move, it's too late. But if I've done enough of it and I've gotten good enough at it so I don't have to think about it anymore, then I can watch a play happen and I can learn what's happening on the ice and I can adapt to it immediately. That's a skill. Maybe we're defining a skill. I don't know. All right. Let's get back to the show. Back to the show. All right. So let's move on. Um, So Sarah, do you want to read that one? Do you know what that's all about? No, but read it. Do you remember that? As long as it's not (coughs) War and Peace. War and Peace? No? Okay. All right. This is from seven hours ago, so it's new. You probably haven't seen it. I don't know if I've seen it. Okay. Recently ended a different kind of relationship. Oh, you want to guess what kind of different kind of relationship it is? Or have I you read, read it. This? It's oh, not different. It? it really wasn't that different, oh. but go ahead. Do you want to skip it? <laughs> no, no. Okay. I think it's a good topic. All right. And it was difficult. The guy was amazing, honestly, but there was something missing all the time. We had that deep friend connection and love. But it was that romantic passion that wasn't there. We agreed that if we stayed together, neither one of us would have been fulfilled in the relationship long term. I knew something was missing from the beginning. And there were multiple conversations and near breakups in that time. As hard as it was, I didn't realize until after this breakup how exhausting it was to keep trying to make something work that wasn't going to. 
My energy has completely shifted. The lesson here, for the love of the universe and yourself, don't settle and try to make it work. Your gut is right. Hmm. I be, like it. It'd be interesting to hear more about I like that. it. Like, I wonder if he was gay. I don't know, but that's a pretty you know, good. Or, uh, what made it different? What made this a different kind of relationship? That's uh, see, it's that's not the key. different. That's it's the key. Well, how do you know? Because people usually <clears throat> sacrifice something in their relationship, and in this particular relationship, she sacrificed intimacy. Is what I'm guessing. It is that there was something wrong with the intimate relationship? I want to know. Was she not attracted to him and didn't <clears throat> feel it? She refers to it as romantic passion. It's sex, honey. Well, okay. And that's okay that she calls it romantic passion, but that's what it is. Hmm. And there's a reason why somebody doesn't, if you really, if you're attracted to somebody and you really like this person, there's something, there's usually something. Yeah, it could be dietary issues. It could be a lot of things. It, right. It could be someone's own, it could be one of them could have their own intimacy issues mm -hmm. where, but I sense it wasn't her because she's the one that had the I problem. I sense it wasn't. Yeah. I've had people. No, she had the, she had the, problem with the situation yeah. maybe not the quote-unquote that's problem. what i mean yeah. she wasn't happy in the situation so my guess is it, it was his problem mm -hmm. and you might never be able to uncover that but that's really hard when you date somebody that has intimacy issues it could be anything it could be diet it could be medications that people are on it could mm -hmm. be past trauma it could be anything but that is something that some couples do sacrifice i've known couples that have been married forever that are never going to have sex again and they're perfectly content well she places a higher value on that than the other contentment and that I she understand may that. um she may be uh because the intimacy willing the, to experience. the intimacy that you have with your partner is what sets you apart from every is what sets your relationship apart from every other relationship that's something that you share that's secret and private to makes the connection so deep and real. And if you lack that, there was a post uh, that I posted about three or four days ago. I tried to ask you this question and um, you didn't answer. You weren't interested in answering it, me, answering it at the time. But there are basically three parts to a relationship. There's the intimacy and passion, which doesn't always mean sex. It means cuddling, holding hands, sitting next to each other. And that can be like a really important part of a relationship. And then there's the fun. There's the we go out and we laugh, we dance and we go to parties and we have fun. And then there's the one that I think is my favorite is having like the intimate conversations. Like, you know, sometimes we wake up at three o'clock in the morning and we have like the best conversations we've ever had. Hmm. Yeah. So we were rating that. I was asking people, think about your last relationship and what it is. And it was all over the place. It, it's got to it be the conversations then. What do you think we were highest on? The conversations. I think we're highest on. And what are we lowest on? Oh, I don't know. Fun. Oh, okay. <laughs> yeah. Well, it's not, it's not the intimacy. I mean, we're always like mm. together and next to each other and we like to be together. But we don't, you have a lot of fun. You like to go out. Not to say we don't have fun. But I think you have enough fun for both of us in your life. You have a lot of hobbies and a lot of things that you do. And that's, yeah. uh, that's what makes you interesting. And I don't, I may not be as fun, but I'm, I don't want to be, you know what I'm saying? Like, I yeah, like you don't want to be, be fun. You don't want to do these things that I like to do. I, I understand. Yeah. Like I like to be home. I like to cook and clean the house. I love to entertain and have couples over for dinner and have a good conversation like that to me is what's fun. Right. And that to you is something you enjoy, but you need your other stuff. Yeah. And I can't make you stop that. Throw that You'd be miserable. Mix. Right. Imagine if I tried to stop that. Like you have to understand what, you know, what stop works. Stop it so. or I'll bury you alive in a 
in a box. What else you got in the Dick Doctor group? Uh, to talk something about else you posted about the size of the holiday gift. Did we already talk about that? We sort of did in a previous. Yeah, I did. Got it. I just did. Yeah, I just said the size. I think I said it. Well, a lot of people think I. A lot of people will try to measure that. Oh, the guy loves me. It was a beautiful gift. What about this thing that you posted where it says, uh, after you get caught in a lie? Oh, we talked about this the last show, didn't we? Did we? I think so. I don't think so. Once right, you get well, caught in a lie, everything you say is questionable. Yeah, we talked about that last time. Okay, let's talk about it again. <laughs> no, we talked about it. We talked about it. I don't remember. Um, I, You know when we talked about it, honey? We talked about it when we first did this show yet, earlier today, and then we were like, we're going to redo this. I don't think so. Yeah, okay. It gets confusing, though, doesn't <coughs> it? All right, so let's move on to, uh, let's see if this is one. Thinking of going back to online dating after the holidays. I seem to struggle with what to say. I think we talked about this, too. No, we didn't. Oh, we didn't. Let's talk about that. Well, I mean, we always talk about online dating. What so to it's... say when you're online dating? Maybe we did talk about it. Do you remember that book, What to Say When You Talk to Yourself? No. Yeah. I recommended it to you years and years ago. What to Say When You Talk to Yourself. No, but that's an interesting topic. So skip all the other things that we might have <laughs> talked about before because I don't want to repeat myself. <laughs> but let me just say for or the online dating Or give different thing, advice. Right. No, no, let me just say for the online dating thing, your profile is far more important than what you say. <laughs> but keep it short and keep it quick and have a good profile. The... um. What to say to yourself? Does that mean like your inner voice? Like when you like, because we yeah. talked, what does your inner voice often say to, do you have an inner voice? Yeah, everyone does. Yeah. So what do you often say to yourself? I'm surrounded by idiots. <laughs> oh, you're no shit. Oh my God. You're not kidding. I'm kidding. No, you're not. <coughs> Tell the truth. I am kidding. You have to be kidding because you're co-workers are going to think you're talking about them i'm not talking about them you're talking about being here <laughs> you're an asshole no i do i was kidding as a joke i can be very careless sometimes and that really aggravates the crap out of eric and uh has a well, low tolerance your son's very careless sometimes too he takes after me yeah we just yeah but the um and then you two team up on me with carelessness and i just go oh my god i'm surrounded by you're really good at cleaning the stove i will tell you i don't know how to clean the stove as well as you do and i've just given up i know i just trust that you are going to come in after me and you're going to make that i don't know how you do it i watch you i try i cannot make the stove shine but you know what i can do i can make our laundry fluffy you can make fluffy laundry and you can cook i can cook usually i make a great good cook yeah i can give you that yeah i was talking to a woman the other night at a and you're good at date doctoring I'm good at date doctor. I was talking to a woman the other day who was talking about her husband working and um, how great it is like that he travels and but you know she and she doesn't work and I go yeah but I'm sure you keep the home and make the meals and she's like uh, maybe once a week and I'm kind of like well what do you do. You know, because I don't work full time. I mean, I do the day doctor thing, which takes up some of my time, but that leaves me time to cook meals and clean the house so that when you work so hard, I can contribute. That's how I contribute. Mm -hmm. So I never expect you to cook. But if you were going to cook, I'm afraid that you would bake steak. So I just I would bake the steak. Yeah. Eric baked steak. And I screwed up. I did it wrong. I misunderstood. I thought that. Uh, I thought that, uh, did I bake it? I Can did bake it. Can you find that it. sound effect? And I'll, uh, yeah. So Eric, we bought steak from Butcher Box, which is like really good grass fed organic meats. And there were some steaks in there and Eric's like, I'm going to make the steaks tonight. And Eric never cooked. So last time I can remember Eric cooking, he made a dish called noodle roni where he made pasta and eggs and the kids loved it. It was years ago, but now, um, he was going to cook. 
Eric thought that song was bake a steak, and he made the steak that night, and he baked it. And I'm kind of walking around the kitchen. The kitchen is my domain. It wasn't bad. I mean, you got to admit, it was not bad. Did you try it? You didn't even try it. I did, too. I tried it. But you you had a preconceived notion that it was going to suck before you even tried it, which is very unfair. It wasn't any worse than your grilled steak that you made tonight. I was about to apologize for having this um, assumption that it was bad, but now I'm totally offended that you just you said my steak was delicious tonight. I know that's what I'm saying. Is it didn't it? Didn't... It was rare and it was grilled. Right, and it was but so my good. baked steak wasn't worse than the steak that you made Ask tonight. The kids, because it, we all said like it was it's fantastic. And then uh, Eric was like, "No, people bake steaks. So finer restaurants bake steaks." And I asked a friend of ours, Jeff Chapman, who is a chef, and I said, "Hey." Helps resolve an argument here. Do finer restaurants bake steak? And he goes, no, no, never. And Eric's like, ah, I think I meant broil, which is a completely different concept. It is. So we should be broiling the steaks next time instead of baking. I like to go outside and grill. Mm. You can't control the temperature well enough. I had it very, was it good tonight? It was good. You think it was as good as your baked steak? Yeah. Yeah, but that's, so that's another reason why I cook, because I'd rather be the cooker you know, I think the cut of meat makes more difference than whether you baked it or you cooked it in a grill on a grill. Uh, like billion times. I mean, what's the difference, right? You're you're hitting the thing with 350 degrees of heat. What the hell difference does it make if it came from a grill or if it's in an oven? Oh, isn't it awful when you buy a steak and it's... Cr- I mean, right. that's why we need to continue with the butcher box because I don't ever want to eat a disgusting steak. Butcher box... Should sponsor this show. Uh, maybe. But, you know, if you buy a steak at, like, Walmart, I mean, what do they know about, you know, I mean, you're not, you're just not getting something that's really great. We need Butcher Box as a sponsor. So what we need to do, here, hold on, let me promote the show. Hey, if you listen to the show and you think it's pretty decent or even good, tell somebody about it. Put it on your Facebook or your Twitter or your Instagram. Can you do that on Instagram? If you can, do it. But tell somebody about it so we can get our numbers up. I think we probably have oh, and then 5, we can, thousand people. And then we can do hashtag butcher box and we can do a commercial. We could do butcher box. We can get we can get them to pay us money to do this. <gasps> Otherwise, you can contribute to the show by going to Patreon. Patreon.com slash date doctor. Wouldn't it be a nice a buck. gift? Wouldn't a guy rather a butcher box of really good steaks than some well, it's other not just steak? It's it's you know chicken. And I know, but pork something and... about steak felt more manly than chicken. Or lamb or veal. You know what I mean? Something about getting a box of steaks just felt like it was more masculine than some kind of crappy. Like, guys do not want a stuffed animal. They don't want slippers. They don't no. want pajamas. They really don't. Box of steaks is a pretty good idea yeah, box for a of Christmas steaks. gift. I think they, I like and, it. Then, and then you grill it together. You make a little cook. <clears throat> I think cooking on a date is the greatest date. You go to the grocery store, you get a recipe, you plan something together and you go home and cook. I mean, not a date like a, a first date. Obviously, you can't go to somebody's house on a very early dating. But once you've been taken out to dinner and you want to reciprocate, and you're like, hey, yeah, come on over. Let's uh, let's make dinner together. And then you have a glass of wine and you eat together. I think it's just so nice. It's fun. It's a great like. Kind of like. Is that was it nine and a half weeks that had the cooking scene when she tried to kill him 
or stabbed him with a knife? No, that was uh, the chandelier. That was movie? the one with the rabbits. What was that? Yeah, one well, yeah, yeah, yeah. I forget what that was called. I don't know. Nine and a half weeks. Yeah. Okay, I'll look it up. Go ahead. Keep talking. That's all I got for today. Oh, that's it. Oh yeah, I was just gonna say something about you said nine and a half weeks, and I was gonna say oh, um, yeah, I was gonna say something about Netflix, but I um, I just got lost in my thoughts. Oh, what are we watching on Netflix? That's what I was gonna say. Nine and a half weeks. No, we're watching something. <laughs> Jesus Christ! <laughs> fucking loud. <laughs> Good God! Did they hear that too? I don't know. Sorry about that. We need to work on our sound effects. I got to cut that out. And I always... Oh, are you going to? Yeah, that was terrible. Blow everybody's ears <laughs> out. Oh, you want to cut it out right now and then we'll... Well, no, show. I can't cut it out right now. Anyway. <clears throat> That's all I got. What else you got? You have anything else you want to talk about or we're done? I think we're done. I mean, my sound clips are super low. I don't like that. But you don't like me talking about low sound clips on the show. We, You and I <sighs> both think that different things make bad content on the show. So then we get off the show and we, you know, people think we just come in and we do the show and we go about our lives. We don't. We analyze it. We say, this was bad. Don't yes, do this. Do. This annoyed me. Then I listen to the show when I'm at the gym and I'm like, you know what? Can you not say blah, blah, blah next time we do a show? But you didn't say anything in this show that I thought shouldn't be said in the future. Hmm. But I love when people give me feedback. So anybody like find me on Facebook. It's the easiest way. You know, I say this. All right. So let me say this easiest thing to do. Facebook me, PM me on Facebook. It's Jamie, J-A-I-M-Y, Blazinski. It's spelled be lazy and ski. So you can find me on there. And I do accept friend requests. But here's the thing. I don't accept friend requests if you look fake. So if... Sorry. I don't accept friend requests from people that look fake. And I get so many of them. And they're so obvious. And sometimes I'll, I'll accept it for a second to look at the profile. And they immediately write, hello, dear. You're beautiful. And, you know, as if I'm the only one on Facebook that they're sending it to. I'm like, dude, you're talking to the date doctor. You don't think I know that you're a fake profile? You think I, of all people, am going to fall for, hello, dear, you're beautiful. Doesn't work. But if your Facebook looks real and you send me a phone request, I will. I will accept it. And then you can PM me and you can tell us what you did and did not like about the show, what you want to talk about on the show, and I will put you in the Date Doctor group if you can't find it. And you can follow these threads live, but All right. it should be in there. Bye, everybody. Bye. See you next week.